This morning's sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's a lot of, that's a lot of, oh, they broke my mic. I'm going to need another microphone. Start saying words, Brett. Hi, everybody. How are you? I'm stretching. There you go. Sorry. My mic's broken. (laughs) One time I don't check it. Every time I don't check it, it's broken. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to the Morning Sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. Uh, And uh, I'm on a microphone that's broken. Tap it. Anything? Nothing? Nothing at all. Try you got to figure, figure out that magic button. Yeah, I don't understand that because I tap it every morning. You watch me tap it every morning. The one time I don't, it didn't work. What are you going to do? Well, it's all right. We'll figure it out. God, <laughs> I'm breaking something. Somebody get in here and fix this. Let me try something new. Now tap it. Let's see what we got. Nothing. This one, this one Who screws with stuff? on? And now this one's on a Monday. That one works. Maybe it doesn't. There we go. Oh, there we go. Got a go. different one. Now we've got things happening there. That's a little easier. <laughs> Stretching Pieces over the line everywhere. I love, I love WKRP. It's the best. It's the best. Anyway, yeah, we got stuff breaking. I'll break something. That was my old method of madness at uh, the old station when things would be uh, broken and you try to get an engineer to come fix things. Like, just make this better. And they'd have to, like, literally just hammer it into the ground. Worked ninety five percent almost of the time. every time. They what are you doing? I'm like, this is broken, and unless it's in pieces, nobody tries to fix it or buy a new one. Anyway, uh, here we are on a Tuesday, and a way to kick off the short week <laughs> is to have a broken thing. Uh, and good morning to all of you. Uh, it is the morning sickness, and we're off and running a little later than normal now, <laughs> but everything's okay. Uh, and piecing together what uh, happened yesterday to my Steelers. I get emails, you know, everybody gloats. Everybody who doesn't have a team or whatever gloats. This is a good one. It says, you may uh, gloat about being rich, having lots of friends, and living a fun Waymo life. <laughs> being a flaming homosexual. But at least one thing is true. Your Steelers are trash. Have fun being a loser like the rest of us on Chester. <laughs> I don't know who your team is, Chester, but at least you admit you're trash as well. Uh, and my Waymo life is pretty strong. Fifteen dollars is uh, it's the most I've, most I've ever spent on a Waymo. So I know that that'll price a lot of people out. <laughs> yeah, the Steelers. Yeah, the Steelers were the seven seed. Looked like the seven seed. Lost to a better team for sure. But uh, I do think I do. I am one that uh, believes that the rescheduling of that football game on Sunday. To Monday 
definitely put a kink in the armor of any chance that seven seed had of beating the two seed. And the league knows that. They don't want seven seeds winning. They like when the Packers win, but they'd have much rather had the Cowboys win. They didn't expect that, or they'd have, they'd have delayed that game. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get Buffalo, New York in January. You got a football team. You're building a brand new stadium, and they argued hard and heavy to not make a dome there. The NFL tried to make them build a dome in Buffalo, and they're like, nope, open air. We want the elements to come into play. Unless, of course, those elements make it so we can't sell beer. And I, the NFL, it is absolutely time. All of us as fans fought back with tweets or whatever you fight back with and tell them to shut the f*** up about their safety concerns. They have none. It isn't for the players. It certainly isn't for the fans. Because the more dangerous thing that was happening in weather was happening in Kansas City. And they were laughing and having the time of their lives with fans with their shirts off in treacherously dangerous conditions. 20 bucks an hour, <laughs> all the food you want. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. Just What is that? They were hiring people. They oh, no, that's Buffalo. Them. I'm talking yeah. about something else. Oh, I'm okay. saying in Kansas City, the weather is a million times worse than it would have been in Buffalo. In Kansas City, taking your shirt off in 35 below wind chill, if they're concerned with safety... Would have made some sort of a, a rule that's, well, the fans, can, we can't put them in. They don't care about your safety. They care about beer sales. Can you get to the game? Can the can the crowd get there? And the, the answer in Buffalo was no. It's going to be tough for them to get to the game. It's like, oh, beer sales concessions go way down when that happens. We best not do that. Well, they had to play the game. Taylor Swift couldn't, you know, postpone a concert day because exactly she flew right. in for the show. You the had to have Taylor. show the game. Technically, <laughs> a show, really. It's the WWE. <laughs> Got a new jacket yeah. to display. Yeah. You say, yeah. And again, this is an old school way of thinking and all that stuff. But they wouldn't have canceled the Ice Bowl. And the Ice Bowl is one of the most legendary games in NFL history. In fact, while the game was being canceled, the the Packers and Cowboys played a game. And all they showed were clips of great moments in Green Bay, which were all frozen field death moments for the fans, for the players, before they had heated fields, before they had concussion protocol. If they're that concerned, they shouldn't highlight those amazing moments on icy field. It's, it was ridiculous. I want It'd be interesting to see, you know, back in that old game, if they were declaring states of emergency for, you know, the highway safety for the snow. In blizzard conditions, because that's the main thing that would happen. Because they they would go against the state of emergency. Then you're asking people to come in on the road on the games. <laughs> we got another mic out. Mike, just shut up. They're all off. Hello. Let me check this one. They're, they're turning off as we. This one's Maybe off. if I just start shouting. What is going on in here? Who broke everything in this room? Doesn't make any sense. Anyway, yeah, I just and and again, like you were uh, alluding to, I was talking about Kansas City and Buffalo. They showed the people that they'd hired on Sunday when the game was supposed to be going on, shoveling snow and playing in the in the stadium. Look at how dangerous it is in here. Let's play in it. And people shoveling snow and sliding down those things they have to put the snow in that go down the aisles, <laughs> like conveyor belts. They were having a blast. It looked fun. But yeah, it was. They had plenty of silly. snow still to throw around. Right. It was well, sure, and they were throwing it at the players while yeah. they were trying to make catches in the end zone. Yeah, there was no, there's no excuse, but it's still it, the weather's the great equalizer in that kind of stuff. And the Bills were not going to have, and their their passing game wouldn't would have been obsolete 
would have been a completely different thing had they just had to go in there. Would it have been good TV? No, that's the other thing. The TV would have absolutely sucked because it would have been hard to watch. That's the real reason. I, I don't care that they moved it, but say why. Don't say it's for safety. Oh, the governor of New York said you can't travel. Well, the Steelers' plane landed Sunday at uh, 2, 2.45 p.m., right in the heart of this miserable mess that nobody can be in. Oh, okay. The airport was working. It's just silly. I don't get the NFL anymore. It is all a show. It is all a yeah, show. It's it WWE. Is, you know what's going to be great? This show's. We made jokes about it on Friday. This show's about to get real good if Bill Belichick does actually end up in Dallas because that is the most WWE soap opera stuff you could ever hope for is Bill Belichick and Jerry Jones uh, squabbling quietly, then not so quietly, then really fun over who's in charge of that team. Oh, it's going to be fun. And even though the Steelers did flame out, and expectedly, uh, it, it didn't matter to me because the Cowboys ate so much, whoops, ate so much on uh, – Saturday night, that my my heart warms. I I, I text a friend of mine this uh, yesterday or Sunday, I guess, that I don't get joy anymore from wins. The, uh, like I enjoy more the teams I don't like getting thumped. I get more out of that than I do my team winning because I put so much anxiety and stuff on my team and my loyalties and everything. It's like ah, I enjoy that, and then it's over. But when a team like Dallas. Just goes on and just and and the Eagles. Oh, that was fun to watch the Eagles collapsing. I get more out of that, my my enemies losing than my team winning. That that it it satisfies me more. I was fine this weekend. Nothing could have bothered me because the way Dallas went out was so satisfying. It's awesome. So and you're just watching oh. that stadium. That story unfold over there. Oh my gosh! I watched uh, 20 minutes of that game and I'm like, that's enough for me. Watching these guys even have to scramble back in it. When it was 27-0 or whatever it was, I was like, this is great. Just hilarious. I want Cowboy fan has to eat this. They were expected and loud about going, you know, when we play San Francisco, Michael, when we play San Francisco, that's when things will get real. And he, I'm like, what? You have, you have two more games probably until you get to that. You can't play them yet. Well, well, that's the team I'm looking for. We could have a home game if the Rams do their job. You're already saying the Rams, and now Detroit is in. It's hilarious. So I'm hoping, because watching, I don't watch these shows too often, but Skip Bayless and uh, Michael Irvin have to go on their little undisputed show yesterday and and just be sad. It was It's worth it to me. It's completely worth it to me to watch that. I get more out of the sadness than I do the joy in sports now. I like watching teams crumble and just giggle at them than uh, than I do any joy from my team winning. You don't know because you're a Bears fan. Yeah, and I had a deal with the damn and Packers, the Packers winning. Hurts. I mean, it was just yeah. But miserable. if they and now they're just they're playing on house money. Yeah, yeah. They're they're a seven seed. That if they go in and do some damage to San Francisco, it's miracles. They're like the D backs. Yeah, they yeah. don't know they're supposed to not be there really on paper. Yeah, they're supposed to go home right now. Yeah. They're, they're supposed to be watching like the rest of us. And they played an amazing game against a team that can't get out of the playoffs. Oh, that's great. And now it's time for me to turn my attentions from my mediocre, barely makes the playoff football team to my mediocre, barely makes the playoff basketball team. Go, Suns. It's time for me to start wasting my time in that one. Oh, boy. To watch them ultimately disappoint you. Uh, as you wander through that and get no real happiness unless everything's gone. It's all or nothing. That's the problem with sports. 
And that's the crazy part. And you end, and then you start wondering. I saw domestic violence calls on the news, like four different a domestic violence call over the weekend. Like it was Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday night, Saturday. I'm like, man, there's a lot going on here with domestic violence. I can't help but think it's football playoffs. Go Cowboys! I cannot help. I cannot help but but think that it's, it's just a game. No, that's it's how not. It it's starts. not just. That's oh, how it starts. Anybody who the says that violence. deserves a shot to the chops. It's there's where your one call is. I don't want to hear from. Uh, there's going to be somebody that emails me and go. I'm glad you think a football game is more important than the safety of the people trying to get to it. It is. It's a lot more. You know why? That person isn't worth uh, 97 million dollars in revenue for one day's work. That's exactly why it's more important, you moron. And, and it is. And so I'll argue that all the way. I'm glad money's more important than the lives of a human being. The lives of Bill Moff, Bill's Mafia altogether aren't worth the revenue that CBS got from one game. I think uh, it's good. Yeah, the playoffs is a good a good guess, and maybe uh, being forced to sign up for Peacock now, if you haven't. Oh, had that, that was yet. a big thing too. Yeah, that could have cost some domestic. You hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Holmberg's morning sickness. There's the other thing the NFL just uh, bragged. Just went seven inches deep into all of us by saying, you know, it's the highest rated streaming thing of all time, which means you guys like it. Say goodbye to free football because we're never going to do it again. You're going to be paying for football five years from now. There won't be any more free football. Because the networks are trying to, you know, that's the only thing they've got is live events. Is this the it's new uh, end around instead of having the NFL package? Now it, you got to have a streaming all services. A cart games. Yeah. You're going to be able to buy any game you want to watch. Yeah, there's there's no more of that. It's, it's all going to be streaming. And the thing that I saw, too, I was reading about that. They said 23 million people watched the Peacock streaming game. And they said it is a little bit uh, slanted. And I'm like, I wonder, because in the old days of ratings... You used to know when a bar, for instance, got had DirecTV, had the package, and uh, that you could still monitor if they watched the game. And some bars did, some bars didn't. If they bought Peacock, they don't care if they stream the game, they have it. They then assumed, the new rule is, the bar is packed full. They, because the bar, yeah. you register... Uh, uh, Basically, based on capacity. Right, and they put it at capacity. So they add that in? That many people saw it. Whereas before, it was some sort of a number that they could put on. Now it's like, oh, if it's in a bar, the bar's full. So that's where you get your $23 on a Saturday night watching the Chiefs and Dolphins, which I can't imagine is that accurate, the $23 million. I I wasn't really surprised by it because if you got that game playing and you only have two markets that can get it, Miami – and, uh, well, that's never going to happen. That's a national. I know, game. but you're forcing everyone else. Those two markets didn't oh, have to get peaked. Right, yeah, because they were localized. I yeah, yeah. So everyone Better else goal. has to do it to hit that 23 million mark. I thought, well, that would be pretty easy yeah. to do. But. I have Peacock, but I had no like 
I don't know. I think we did two. It counts as me streaming it, I guess. I don't know. But I have to sign up special to do it. I have the Peacock thing, so if I watched, I watched. But twenty three free people. trials. Yeah, I don't know. How many canceled the next day? Everybody. You know, I mean, yeah, there's no. But except for now, you're gonna be like, oh, the new contract includes because they're gonna be all over that. They're like, whoa, that was our test run, and you know, we eat it up. We give them the reason to to fleece us later. That's a test. You don't even realize. You're By the way, it. and you signed up for the ad-free one, but not on football, right? Yep. Still, you got to go doesn't through count. ads there. Yep, doesn't count. They got to get their money. In <laughs> Only other. Peacock programming. We don't realize that TV has made us lab rats. They keep pushing the boundary. I was watching the Emmys last night for about twenty-five minutes. I'm like, never heard of it. Never heard of it. What's that? Oh, I've seen Beef. I watched some of that show. Not. I don't know what that is. The Bear. I know the Bear. That's um, that's the thing. I knew about eight Station. shows. Yeah, Succession. Yeah, I knew that. And it was the worst season Succession of the three. I'm like, okay, that's winning everything. And it was – and Better Call Saul still getting nominated. That show's been over since September of a year ago, a year and a half old, or maybe even more. It was like, wait a minute, what are we – There's that, another that one still that gets in there. fell under that too. Though. A like, whole I bunch of them. was over. Yeah, a bunch of So there's no timing. There's no season. Stuff happens in summer. I didn't know what was going on. But uh, yeah, and then I saw Joan Collins come out onto the stage, and I'm like, nice. She looked good. And then I look, she's 91 years old, for God's sakes. She looked hot, but she wore these gloves to cover up her old lady hands, and the dress made it so she didn't have that turkey neck thing, I'm sure. But her face looked nice. For 90, I was pretty impressed. She's standing next to the lady from Empire, and I'm like, she's holding her own. And she still got her wits about her, and she was chatty, and... She could read. I was impressed. I thought it was funny. I, I didn't watch. I saw the um, some of the highlights, but Anthony Anderson's mom. Yeah. Instead of the playoff music. Uh, no, she just said that. She enough. stand up yeah. and go, that's enough, baby. Yeah, yeah. They had a couple of decent ideas. It wasn't terrible. But uh, without knowing any of the shows. And, and then Anthony Anderson called the whole thing the chocolate Emmys because there were so many uh, black winners and. Every time I turn on, it's like an Asian person. And then they always do a shot of like the whitest guy in the crowd after there's a celebratory moment for, uh, you know, diversity. And it was Bill Hader. And he's in just full like hysterics like, yes, wonderful. The deletion of the white man. <laughs> I love celebrating that. Then I started giggling because I'm like, isn't that kind of the opposite of the Martin Luther King Day moment? Is that we aren't supposed to see all that? We're supposed to just give it to. We well, feel best. like you're going out of your going right. out of your way to make it about race. It's the most qualified person one, and that's I'm fine with that. Whatever color that is, it doesn't bother me. But it just seems like I don't know. And then they and then it I, has a make good vibe. And here's the thing: as a straight cisgender, I guess is the word I should use, white male. Uh, they did a thing where they brought a couple people out, and they're like. Uh, Oh, it was a gigantic Hannah Waddingham from Ted Lasso yeah. and some guy. And they came out and gave a special award. And normally they give a special award to people. But they gave it to the entire GLAD organization, the Gay and Lesbian Alliance, anti-blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, all right. Well, this next few seconds, I'm not going to care, honestly. I'll say what most cisgender people are like. Oh, okay. I get it. Blah, blah, blah. And then you just turn it to something else because I'm like, all right, this one's for the gays. Let them enjoy that. That's theirs. And then, uh, and then I flipped back over to football, and I started thinking – because the one thing the guy said was that GLAD has a representative on every te- – I didn't know this – every television show 
has a glad representative like a union rep saying, here's what gay people would do in this situation. Not writers. Just like, ah, oh, you're misrepresenting homosexuals. They can't, they would never say that. Or they wouldn't. So it's almost like having China there <laughs> to say, delete that, do this. The gay guy representing the gay people accurately and glads on all the sets of every television show handling the gay character saying, no, you can't do this because that's too flamboyant. You can't do this because that's not flamboyant enough. And they're like, oh, what advocates they are. And I turn it to football and I'm like, I wonder how far we are from not having enough, like, because he kept saying gay representation has to be on each show. That's a that's a rule they got in about seven or eight years ago, maybe longer than that, where it was like you have to have a gay representation on every television show, has to have it. I'm like, I wonder if football will do that. Like the, the administration, yeah. coaching. Right. No, just on the field. Like just... the, if the gay guy doesn't get enough catches, is it? Like you got to throw it to you oh, got to have at least yeah, one they, completion to a gay <laughs> you have to like or it's we're going down that road where like we, the Canadian US uh, the Canadian league they throw to so, gays you have to have so oh, many Canadians. Canadians yeah Canadians have to be on the team right yeah. and that makes sense cuz Canada's like well if we're going to have a league we might as well hire some of our own right and they make some I'm sure they do it like the Mormons do at BYU where they get some recruit that's willing to show up and a Samoan kid and they're like just become a Mormon we won't even hold you to it. Just do it. It's like give us give us some numbers. But, that worked out good for them. Oh, it's been, been able to awesome. Tap that out. All they do is fly over to the Samoan Islands and go, look, you don't have to buy into one ounce of this. We're going to let you have the temple access. That you get the free pass card, like a membership to the gym. Got a fast pass into the temple. Yeah, you get a fast pass nice. into the temple. You're allowed in. You can't bring the hookamuas that uh, fly around with you, like that family. And the whole family converts. They get a big boost in their sales. We got seven new recruits, and uh, the kid, the kid's two hundred and ninety-five pounds, and he's eighteen. Trust me, we're going to want him on the line at BYU. But yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if that, like, the representation thing. It's a matter of time before they just start saying, "All right, you haven't thrown to the gay player enough." Football doesn't care. That's why I love football. That's why I love the game so much. They're they going to interview gay coaches now, Ken. Maybe. But yeah, they've got a few they things. Have they've to got, interview one, right? The Rooney Rule, which is more racist than it is helpful. I, there's a lot of that kind of stuff. But I mean. Football's the one where it's like, are you gay? Are you fast? Can you catch? We don't care. I mean, some of the fans will throw a fit, but just don't. Who cares? You're black, white, Samoan, Chinese. Doesn't matter. Are you good enough to play? And we'll get you the ball if we can. And that's it. That's it. It's uniforms. Everybody becomes this homogenized unit instead of worrying about, well, the Puka Nakua doesn't get as many catches as Cooper Cup. Like, it's just, you throw to him because he's white. It's like, stop it. That's Is he good? We, we, we do this because he's good. You're going to hear it from Cooper because he's like, man, my job's done now. Well, Cooper doesn't get half of what Puka Nakua gets, so <laughs> he can't say anything. But that's why I love sports. It's like nobody nobody's saying, oh, well, our gay player is only scoring five, and we've got to give him more best, minutes. Best athlete. Yeah, it's the best. That truly is. It's the best person available. It's sometimes the least racist thing that we've got and has been since we said, wow. Black guys sure can jump. I'd like a couple of them on my basketball team. And then the whole league was like, wow, this is a – who cares? Are we winning? But, man, that, that giving an entire thing to say, well, it, I didn't know that. I can't imagine having a guy sitting in here going, well, Brady's not representing the gay population properly. This is how we're going to redo this. And then, yeah, I think it was during – I think it was like 2010 when they passed that that rule that said every sitcom and television show and network TV has to be has to have gay representation. Okay. But what does that mean? We have to actually 
bang a guy on TV or what? What does that exactly Next. mean? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> and then they give awards away and they ruin the Emmys because it's like, oh, your diversity program is more important than me just seeing whether or not John Larroquette won another Emmy. I, it used to be kind of a fun show to watch, and now I feel like. I forget who uh, it was Hannah Waddingham that said that. It's like we're on the cutting edge of letting a, the world know that we can change. I'm like, your TV. Have you seen the drivel you guys pump out on a regular basis? You're not changing anybody, you idiots. No, with powerful programs like Succession. I'm like, Succession made fun of every race and like the gay thing when Tom Wamscam uh, swallowed his own. <laughs> He kissed a hooker with a mouthful of his own goo, and he he made out with her afterwards, and they made it the gayest thing in the world, and they made fun of it. Like, that's what people do. That's why it won all the awards. Anyway, it just seems silly to sit there, and that's why I like football. That's why I like sports. It's like, you know, our wide receiver's gay, and he's he's only been targeted twice. Oh, he's not getting open. That's the problem. It has nothing to do with his gay, straight color or anything else. If the guy gets open, that guy, trust me, that quarterback doesn't want to get smashed by that giant gay black guy coming around the end there. So he's going to throw the ball as fast as he can to the guy he sees is the most open. It's the most, uh, it's the most, it's the grayest human skin becomes is football. It's a beautiful thing when you look at it from that perspective. We never have to worry about, that's why I think football fans get upset when it gets uh, politicized or, when Michael Sam came out, everybody's like, gay player this, gay player that. Was he good enough? No. He was drafted and paid attention to because he was gay. But he, he couldn't close. make the team. Yeah, it was awful close, but he wasn't good enough. He was run-of-the-mill. special teams. Like uh, tons and tons of other guys who were, uh, you know, almost as good, uh, who didn't get that kind of push. But it was, you know, who cares? So he likes to blow a guy now and again. Can he catch? That's all I care about. I wouldn't mind it if my team won the Super Bowl and Kenny Pickett was standing there holding Lombardi and going, I am gonna, I am just gonna suck so much in the offseason. I'm so happy. I'm like, good for you, Kenny. Thanks for the trophy. And we don't care. You get a couple of wide receivers or halfbacks, man. There's gonna be some new touchdown dances. <laughs> oh, man. The celebrations. Dry. That would be one rule they'd have to. All right, guys, no dry humping in the end no zone. No more floats yeah. thrown <laughs> down the end zone after a touchdown. Gotta calm down on the whole, you know. You know, pantomimed hand jobs after each touchdown. Come on, we're gay. Yeah, I know. Let's just keep it down a little bit. Just catch the ball and sell it. Act like you've been there. I wouldn't care at all. I wouldn't care if, if my team wins the Super Bowl and if, if the Cardinals won the Super Bowl and Kyler Murray just started blowing Terry Bradshaw right there on the thing. I get it. You're so excited. You won, and that's what you like to do. Go crazy. Hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? 98 Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Get me that championship. I don't need to worry about you during the season being gay. You just go get it. Do your thing. And that's how most Americans feel. But you keep it up. Keep it up and then start to wonder how come, how come Donald Trump blasted everybody in the caucuses and he's not even trying yet you got the reason why is because people are done being preached to they love a guy who yells back and we don't have that he may he may be stupid but he loves a guy and there and they did a, a donald trump won that iowa caucus in such a huge manner last night they actually had one of the uh exit questions uh, as he left as you leave the polling thing they'll exit one of them was and this was iowa voters and 66 percent of them 
said they don't think Joe Biden won the election. And then I think it was like 50-something percent, or maybe even higher than that, uh, was that they were asked the question, if he's convicted of a crime, is he still fit to hold office? And they're like, yup. <laughs> and I go, oh, my. And whose fault that is? The Democrats. Because they're all about second chances and people who commit crimes well, shouldn't go to jail. For them. Right. Yeah. That's the thing. But now this is wildly it's inconvenient. Like all the people that are breaking the law, crossing the border, or, or doing petty crimes. Two and big they, things. They basically all scream out from that side, look, it's, you know, we can't jail everybody. And these are minor crimes. And this is another thing. And it's you keep letting everybody loose and they're light on crime. And then Trump, who commits crimes, they're like, be tough on him. And it makes it look like they're picking sides off. You've convinced everyone in Iowa that if he killed a man on TV, he could still be president. That's not so bad. I mean, who'd he kill? Was it was it a Democrat? Oh, yeah, no, that's fine. He could go. He'd be it's perfect. But yeah, he landslide. New Hampshire will be interesting. I think it's pretty full. I mean, yeah, uh, will reflect yeah. pretty much the same thing yeah, if it yes, is, and that's because yes. people are ty- they want a loudmouth. People want someone screaming. They're they're glad he's in trouble because it piss people. Like what I said earlier about football, I'm happier when when a team I don't like loses than I am when my team wins. Uh, they're happier when the opposition is upset. Trump winning makes the uh, people they don't like unhappy, and they love that. It's it's less about Trump and more about pissing off the opposition. It's it the choir. It's uh, like you said, the reaction when you have Skip Bayless and so and so talking about. Dallas, it's really the news talking about someone else that yep. shouldn't be there. Oh, and they're angry. They're, yeah. they're furious. Like, how is this happening? Like, because you guys get so upset. It's like it's twisting into the side of you. But he crushed last night. I want to thank everybody at the caucus. It's a great thing here in Iowa. Iowa. <laughs> he says it like he's trying to say ayahuasca. Nikki and Ron, they did a great job. Nikki and Ron, they did good, cute, great job. Nikki and Ron at the kids' table. Good people. I like them. They're very strong. Probably going to be in my cabinet. He, like he's automatically saying, "Hey, good showing. People kind of like you. You might work for me someday." And those two sit back and we know, we know. I really enjoyed it. Nice job at the caucus. Weather not good, but I want it bigger than anyone ever has because you know why? People love me. They love me because they hate Sleepy Joe. <laughs> but it is, and I'm guilty of that. Like half of my brain wraps around the politics going is are the people i don't like unhappy i love watching people i don't and i think that i think the democrats feel the same way when trump's miserable they're happy they don't like their side That's nobody where the division yeah. has started but nobody likes their guy nobody's that big on trump or big on biden we're just happy when the other side kind of looks like they're stumbling that's it and that's that's where we're going and this is going to be a long year and now i have to come to grips with that Brett, uh, you, I need to talk to you after the show on how you do it so gracefully. And maybe you too, Brady, although it's been tougher for you recently. <laughs> how you come to grips with uh, thinking that I'm, another birthday will happen before the next NFL season, where then you know another playoff run probably next year will end the same way. How do you look forward to that? You just have to hope the Ravens don't win. You have to hope the Packers don't win. Yeah. And you just try to go. Like I last night I just sat there and I'm like, well... If the Steelers win the Super Bowl, I'll, the next one, I'll be 52. You start eating years off of my dad. And I started thinking my dad will be 77. we got to get one in for him. A guy that comes to my house for Steelers games, he's 80 this year. How much time does he have? Is he, has he seen his last championship? Maybe. That's, that's rough. 
I mean, think about it in baseball terms. How many Cubs fans generations oh. didn't see it? I mean, they got it in sixteen, but oh. before that, oof. nobody. Yeah, there was no one alive that could have seen it. There were one hundred and eight. Yeah. You had to have been a baby and then live to 108. You didn't remember that. Right. I mean, it's just full, gener- gener- like four generations of people just never sniffed it. That's brutal. <laughs> sports is awful. When you think about it, the worst thing you can do to your kid is get them involved in sports loyalty. Although I think it makes you better at everything. I think it makes you a better driver. I said that I was driving up to Desert Ridge over the weekend. I'm behind a dude going about 47 on the 51. Everybody's going by him. And I'm like, does he not see it? And then I thought, he's a guy who grew up not playing team sports. Because he doesn't recognize the rest of the team's doing something else. He just doesn't see it. It's like, you're the problem on the team. The freeway, we're a team. We don't know it, but we're a team. And if we're all, just keep up. That's it. That's all we're asking. Don't drag the rest of the team back. That's all we ask. There'll be mistakes, sure, but don't be the guy. Don't be that guy. That's a team mentality you have to have. And Some people I just drive by, I'm like, yep, raised by a single mother and never let them play sports. And if there's a guy that wants to go 100 miles an hour. He's not doing it either. Let him, let him go ahead. He's screwing don't, it up. Don't, don't put it upon yourself like I'm going to slow this up. No, exactly. It's not your job, but he's screwing it up too. Everybody just yeah. keep up. Team sports, it's dangerous to be part of, but it's also something that makes us better people, I think, for sure. It makes you, be- it makes you a better driver. It makes you, be- makes you more understanding and lot. You realize things go faster when you help it dovetail rather than when you carrying your way through. It's brute. I just don't know how to – I don't like being day after my football season ends because you invest so much damn time in it. Time, energy, money, fun. My Sunday friends are all gone now. I know. And then, you know, there's been times when my football parties have one less guy the next year because somebody kicks off. You know, yeah. I had my buddy Kevin just, he died 10 years ago. And you're like, wow, that's all right. Well, there'll be one less thing. They got jerseys hanging in the house from people who croaked and you don't need that. And that's going to be the, the longer we go, the more jerseys with people's names on will be hanging at my house and it starts turning into a mausoleum. Your friends start dying. Putting, Got the ring of death hanging from yeah, the ceiling and stuff. terrible towels sitting where somebody used to sit. And nobody sits in that chair <laughs> it's anymore. It's not the ring of honor anymore. Yeah, no, it's just this weird <laughs> ring of death yeah. cult. Now you've got this, you know. Yeah, you know, that's not honorable. They died. They, you know, they never got it. And then you put, like we used to put Kevin's beer mug up where he was. And it's weird. And that's, I also wonder that. I wonder if all these people will be back next year. If somebody's going to get, you know, that massive exploding heart trick that some people do around this age. <laughs> we'll see. Who knows? But now it's down to... Ugh. I'm rooting for the Lions and the Texans to be in the Super Bowl because I think that makes the most people unhappy. I think that's that's my dream, is that the Lions and Texans get in. That means Niner fans are miserable, Ravens fans are miserable, Packers fans are miserable, yes. Bills fans are miserable. That brings me great joy. Because there aren't a lot of Texans and Lions fans. So that those two getting bounced out is the least interesting losses. Those two beating other teams and getting all the way to the end makes so many people unhappy that that makes me happy. So it brings great joy to the people who aren't there to watch the Niners and Packers get bounced. It would be awesome. And the Chiefs, if if the Swifties get bounced, that's all I care about. If the Bills bounce the Swifties next week. Oh, my God. So... 
so happy. I didn't watch any of that game Saturday because when the game before was ending, they even cut over to see Taylor Swift wandering into the stadium. I'm like, that's not even the same. What are you doing? Let's take a look. Oh, there she is in her big giant coat. I'm like, ugh. They showed her plane landing and stuff I like know. that. It's like, Jesus. Calm down. It's like the Santa watch at Christmas time <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Here comes Taylor. She's over Buffalo right and now. NORAD has Taylor Swift somewhere around <laughs> Chicago. She should be landing in an hour and a half. It's embarrassing. But And Tony Dungy's in trouble because he said that there's too much Taylor Swift attention and it's taking away from the game. They're like, ah, someone killed Tony Dungy. What does he know? It's like, well, I don't know. Guy might know a couple of things. It's Hell of a coach, played for a few years for a Super Bowl champion. I think he, I think it's valid to listen to his football concerns. I shouldn't talk about Taylor Swift. Yeah, I just beat the Swifties. And, make, and make the Swifties, uh, Swifties were upset that they're showing Eminem too much during the tour. Yeah. Why are you showing him Was so much? He, why, he's dirty. Yeah, make the Swifties unhappy. Oh. That's, that's the joy I have left in the NFL playoff. So much unhappiness sitting... So many giant fan bases can get bounced by the Lions. That that makes oh that brings me great joy. And the Texans, who have no fans at all outside of Houston, at all, if they bounce the big teams, oh spectacular! Oh Lions, Texans. That's what I'm rooting on. Come on, boys! You know how much joy you can bring through sorrow to the United States? Much that could help the city of Detroit? Oh, well, I don't really care about that. <laughs> There's no <laughs> help in that That place dump. needs to burn down on its own. But... <laughs> There's no help in No, that. that's a mess, that place. Uh, anyway, football is uh, over for me, but I'll pay attention, and I'm, I'm a Lions and Texans fan. It's just nice having the loudmouth Cowboys fans and Eagles Gone. out of it. So happy. At, at this point, I don't so even happy. care who wins. Yeah, it, it I really don't. It brings I mean, you that. You know, yeah. But it can't be the Packers and 49ers because they've got too big a fan base. Yeah. Lions. That's what killed me this weekend. I'm like, Cowboys and Packers, can can they both die in fiery plane crashes yeah. or something on the way to the game? I mean, <laughs> for that. Maybe a meteor hitting the stadium. It seems yeah, less. All right, I'll settle for that. It seems but, less man-made. Fire. Yeah, like, if, like, yeah, because then you'd have some sort of, uh, you know, existential moment where a meteor crashes. I'm like, well, this is just an earth problem. It had nothing to do with football. If a plane crashes, you got to do an investigation to see whether or not the pilot was in on it, if it was Al-Qaeda. It's too much man-made stuff. I'm with you, though. A massive catastrophe. There's a little payoff for you on the Packers. <laughs> oh, right. oh, yeah. No, if Lambeau well, Field... It is. Look, to all of us. If Lambeau Field got meteorited, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, that's tragic. And then a few days later, the jokes and memes would start. <laughs> but too bad they're not going to play out there. But San Francisco and Green Bay on the same field. And then what's that thing in the sky, that fiery ball? It seems to be heading right to it. That would be great. Joy. Is Taylor Swift's plane? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, no. oh, if Taylor Swift's plane crashed onto the stadium. Oh, my God. You just created the greatest scenario in the history of happiness. There is a God. At that point, you'd have Brady, to own it. She's picking up a new jacket made for her. If, for whatever reason, Taylor Swift's plane crashes onto the, the 49ers and, and uh, Packers game, for no reason, she's just floating around over there. Then I will start going to church seven days a week, and I will believe <laughs> that the Lord Jesus is in on it. I, I, I will truly think that that's the best possible scenario. <laughs> well, there's a fiery ball headed directly towards. We're all gonna oh, take cover. It's the Swifty plane. <laughs> awesome stuff. Let's get a wake up song. It's a four day work week. That's a good thing to celebrate. Uh, you give it to us. We'll scream it together. Five eight five ninety eight hundred, and we'll see what you got. And we'll scream it right after this. It's ninety eight KUPD. Wake up. 
It's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. 